he came in, he sat down next to this young lady, mm-hmm. and he said, "So and so, uh, hey, you know, how are you doing today? How's how are you can?" I said, "I'm fine." And then he talked to her and he said, "Like, would you like to sit on my lap?" What? And yeah, he asked her that straight out. You're and I just me. pretend I was flipping my newspaper, <laughs> and he looked over and he said, "I'm sure he would, you Kenneth, you wouldn't mind, right?" Then, huh, what, what? No, I, I did not. No, he's I'm asking just... you whether you would mind sitting yeah. in his lap. You mean? <laughs> Ooh. Hi, everyone. Uh, I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago that I've started a few series, uh, different series for different reasons on this show. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking... I'm going to be talking about a, a subject that's based on one of our series, and it's called I Love My Job. And I'm here with this guy who has made a mid-career change some time ago. And he has interesting, he has, an, he has had an interesting journey, which I think it'll be great, especially for those of us who are considered today as senior youth or the senior young, whatever that means. Uh, and for those of you in your 40s, especially, of course, you know, you're not left out of this. It's good for you to have a listen. Because we people like this gentleman in my studio today took risks to be where he is right now. And I have the pleasure to invite, uh, or rather introduce to all of you on the Chris Hansen Conversation, my friend, Kenneth Wong. Welcome to the studio. Hi, Chris. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Invite. You're welcome. And uh, looking all good. Thank you. Thank you. How's business been? Uh, quite brisk. Great. Yeah. Um, well, there are ups and downs. There are some quieter days, but when it gets busy, it's really busy. Okay, but overall, it's been good. Overall, it's been good. I'd like you to t- uh, to start this way. Can we tell? Can you tell everyone um, who you are, what you're all about, what you do right now, and then where you started off from? Ah, okay. Um, first of all, uh, I'm Kenneth Wong, mm-hmm. um, Singaporean, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised here, and uh, I'm in my early fifties. Um, I well, shy about the age, huh? Yeah, a bit shy, lah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told I don't oh, look shut my the age, fuck up, but bro. come on, you, you know? and I are the same age. I'm fifty-three. We are the same age. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so early fifties. Early fifties. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. early fifties. Se- senior 50s. young. Yeah, yeah, senior young. Okay, young seniors. Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> so um, I uh, I'm a locksmith right now. Okay. Um, and uh, I you I have a very interesting background. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some people say it's interesting because okay. um, I didn't I wasn't always a locksmith. Mm-hmm. I used to be in public relations much earlier. Mm-hmm. I was a PR consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I was a sales guy. That's how I started my career. You were? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't tell you that, right? <laughs> yeah, I sold, I sold um, software to, def- uh, to the defense organizations um, and some hardware too. Yeah, yeah. No uh, shit. Yeah, really. Uh, I worked in a government link company, mm-hmm. uh, my first job, and uh, I sold very, back then it was very high-end graphic simulation software to the military. Uh, and this stuff was developed in the US by companies that make stuff for NASA and the US military and stuff. Holy shit, yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting job. I'm uh, pretty sure, man. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with uh, mass comm, which is what I studied in university. Okay, so you have a degree. I have a degree. From uh, Don't mind me asking, where? Um, I studied mass comm in Simon Fraser University in okay, Canada. Okay. Uh, that was a long time back. Uh, uh, not, not that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some time back. Yeah. Some time back. Yeah, yeah, a while back. A while back. Yeah. And then um, I came back, couldn't find a job initially. Okay. Uh, but I landed a job selling the software um, in the government link company. Um, but I wasn't happy with that because I wanted to do something mass comm related. Yeah, because you ha- you went to get a degree in that. Evidently, yeah. you were interested in the subject, right? That's right. I wanted to be a, either a journalist or mm-hmm. a PR guy, or you know, in advertising. Actually, when I was young, I wanted to be in advertising because I watched Murphy Brown, and you know, Murphy Brown was yeah, in I remember Murphy right? Brown, Candice Bergen, Candice Bergen, yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, she likes Motown music, and I thought she was really cool, right? <laughs> She's in advertising. Like, oh, I always want to be in advertising. I didn't uh-huh. even know what the heck it was. It's something to do with ads, lah, you know. <laughs> Um, I didn't know what I wanted to get into really, but I just got into mass comm, right? Okay. Um, and uh, came back with that degree, and I thought, okay, I'll go into advertising, but I couldn't land any jo- any jobs in really. Why? Because because no experience. 
And uh, I'm not young, cute, no long hair and sexy body. Mm. Young, cute, long hair, sexy yeah, body, yeah, yeah, yeah. female, tight skirt, whatever it works. Like. It helps a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 is this, is, do you think just based on what you've just said, that you and maybe me we might be considered misogynists? <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm moving on, sure, moving on. I'm pretty sure we're going to get screwed for this, man. Yeah, moving on, moving on. So but we didn't mean story. that, did we? No, no. We think the world yeah. that women can do really, really well. No, in fact, um, in on my their career, own merits, of course. I, regardless of gender, mm-hmm. I've met some really capable people mm-hmm. and some pretty useless ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible ones. It's not about gender. So were there generally. more useless ones or yeah. very few capable ones? <laughs> no, or? no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't split it down the, the gender divide. Um, I would just say there are people and then there are people. No, no, people yeah. in general. I'm talking yeah, about people that. in general, yeah. 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 Um, but... Uh, more useless ones? Back or? then. No, back then... The, <laughs> more coming back ones. to the story, <laughs> back then, uh, the the people I applied for jobs to, tended, yeah. I, I realised they tended to be male. The people who were... You know, who, who interview? Yeah, interviewing yeah. Or, or or went through my resume and stuff, right? Right. right. And uh, you know, I I had a sense that I was disadvantaged because of my gender. This is where nineteen ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, about early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Early to mid nineties. Okay. Um, and I thought, okay, now my life, we just do something else. So I, I somehow landed a job in sales, mm-hmm. did that, but got tired of it because it's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, then why? Why? Because the KPIs and all that? For you no, to- no, no. It was fine. It was just not what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to go into advertising. So it was really passion for that? Yeah, I really wanted to try it. Okay, um, okay. And I was the only non-engineer in uh, 80-person engineering department. Oh, so you got a right-brainer surrounded by yeah. lots of left-brainers. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. So, so I was kind of out of place, but they're nice. It's not that they're not nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to go into advertising and somehow I got persuaded into trying public relations mm-hmm. and I landed a job in PR. Okay. Um, you so you finally managed to get a job after how yes. long? Oh, about a year and a half. I, I found a job in PR, mm-hmm. so I didn't stay in sales for long. Right. I got into PR, um, and that's how I started my PR career. Mm-hmm. Uh, to cut a long story short, I, that lasted for a couple of years until I decided that I love PR, but I don't love working for the people that I worked for. <laughs> didn't like, not didn't love. I really didn't like some of those people, um, and so I decided. So no, 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 no. Don't stop there. Yeah. yeah. So what? So, what, what was about these people, Ben? Um, I didn't think that they were worthy of leadership. They may be good at their work. They mm-hmm. may be nice people, mm-hmm. right? They may be good, upright, right. honest people, right? Maybe, but they were terrible leaders. And okay. very few people make good leaders, right? Right. Right. Um, so, so they didn't meet my the standards I had would would, I would have liked to see in the people that lead me. Who lead okay. me? Okay. Okay. And um, I tell you uh, some interesting stories. Uh, if we had time, I'll tell you more. No, just tell uh, me one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was in the office pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, the the male boss comes in. Yeah. Uh, sits down next to a rather attractive female colleague. Right. Me and the colleague were sitting at the opposite ends of the long table, and we were in those days. We we all had hard copy newspapers. Right. Right. Um. There was no. We we, we read through the the scan through the newspapers for news articles every mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. So I was getting through the newspaper, and uh, he came in. He sat down next to this young lady, mm-hmm. and he said, "So and so. Uh. Hey. You know how are you doing today? How's how are you? Can I say I'm fine? And then he talked to her, and he said, "Like, would you like to sit on my lap?" What? And yeah, he asked her that straight out. You're and I just me. pretend I was flipping my newspaper. <laughs> and he looked over and he said, I'm sure he would you Kenneth, you wouldn't mind, right? Then huh, what what? No, I I did not. No, he's I'm asking just, you whether you would mind sitting yeah. in his lap. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you know the, the sexual harassment they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't understand that it was not um this was long before me too, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this place is crazy, la. You know, so, you can't. So did she sit like, on his lap? Of course she didn't, la, but okay. you know, she played along, she giggled, laughed. Fortunately whatever. she didn't, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, I mean she did pretty well in the company because, you know, for obvious reasons, la, right? What? Because she didn't tell him, hey, stop that nonsense, right? Oh wow. Ah. So then I felt like like that I got no future because my legs hairy. I don't wear short skirt, and the boss ain't gonna ask me to sit on his lap. So what the heck, right? 
I might as well leave. And I told my dad, I said, I, I don't like working for these people. And I told him why. And this uh-huh. was just one of the reasons. Uh-huh. And he said, look, do your clients like you? I said, they love my work, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like my clients. He said, since that's the case, then start your own firm. Ah. Said, what? Yeah. Just rent an office, start a company, and then continue with your work with them. Lah. So that's wow. what I did. I, not many, not many dads would say things like yeah, that. Yeah, my right? dad. Yeah, he was an entrepreneur, self-employed ah, So he, to okay. him, it was the most natural thing. Mm. So I, I got two friends together. I takut, was scared, right? Mm-hmm. On my own, I was only like twenty-seven, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three of us got together. We started a firm, mm-hmm. uh, one small office along Chin Sui Road. Uh, mm-hmm. Three of us, three desks, three computers from our homes. Uh, three discarded uh, metal filing cabinets, you know, the grey type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one Fuji Xerox machine. That oh, that's the most the, expensive thing. Uh, right? That one, like 7,000, <laughs> we leased it for a few years. And, and we were a business, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, first year was good. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, um, dot-com bus and so on. Because we were focused on tech PR. Initially. Right. Uh, so then fast forward, I they dropped out. My company struggled along. Mm-hmm. And you know, I found that while I wasn't really in the red, um, I wasn't making money for myself. I was basically doing national service by paying my staff mm-hmm. and not earning a lot for myself. So I decided, you know what? Um, let's just close this and mm-hmm. dissolve I, the business. Yeah. And I found out that um, uh, for the, the, the polytechnics offered 42 days leave a year back then. 42 days? No kidding, man. For, polytechnics offered their staff 42 days leave what a year. What the hell do you yeah, do the, with 42 the reason, days? Yeah, the reason is because the story I'm told is that in the old days when the British were here, they needed time to take the slow boat back to England and have their summer <laughs> then take the slow boat back. <laughs> I don't know. Lah. That's a funny story. But the fact is we really had 42 days leave. Okay. right. Okay. So, there's too much leave, right? And yeah. Like, hey, that sounds like a good job, right? Right. So, Again, fast forward, I found a job in a poly, yeah. worked there for a year, but I found the, the To do what? I mean, in doing teach, what? Teach, teach PR. As a lecturer? Yes, as a lecturer. Okay. So I taught PR for and marketing for about a year, uh-huh. found the pace too slow. Uh-huh. Then um, I went back into the private sector uh-huh. and um, I uh, went went back to the private sector, found some jobs in sales, went to PR, work for people. None of it worked out because I really wasn't ready for for all that. So I had a short stint of going around in circles, going to different jobs. But at that time, you were what? Uh, I was already in my thirties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, mid, almost mid thirties, lah. Okay. Uh, and uh, married already at the time. Yeah, yeah. And my son. Oh, and and one of the jobs was in sales again. Okay. But this time it was advertising sales in a big. Well, uh, you would company. have enjoyed that, wouldn't you? Uh well, if uh, going to KTVs at night and staying up to three in the morning with. Girls it would have right. been better if you had had that job in your 20s instead yes. of your 30s and yeah, when you I had were a, single and young. You're right. I had a baby boy at home, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to be a good dad. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't. It's difficult to be a good dad when you come home in the wee hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. 8.30, you leave for the office again. Yeah. And the whole thing starts all over again. Yeah, and then you go boss, back home one day, he calls you uncle. <laughs> <laughs> if he's even there, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> so um and and then there were sales targets to meet right, right? and so on so I'm like no lah this is not a thing and I thought back to my teaching stint mm-hmm. and I thought maybe try again lah but so, try a different place holy shit so you went back to teaching I again. went back to teaching okay. and the next time the second time I went back to teaching I stayed for over fifteen years mm-hmm. yeah over fifteen years. Um, 15 years no? that's kidding, a man. long stretch that, that, that would mean that's the longest job longest job had. I ever had okay. and probably will right okay. um, and uh, don't say that probably uh, will. <laughs> okay. no because uh, yeah okay maybe lah anyway <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is this uh-huh. um, I love my job it's very meaningful work you're talking um, about what the teaching, teaching. okay yeah um, right. in fact I progressed so much that I went uh I, I even did a master's degree in education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have a postgraduate degree as well. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're really freaking qualified to the brim. No, there are people more qualified than me. There I mean, with fuck PhDs, me, dude. Nah. You're talking to a four O level holder, so shut the fuck up, man. I mean, you've got a degree yeah. that you did overseas in Canada. You came back, couldn't get yeah. a job. Yeah. Then you worked in sales and all yeah. that. But you had quite a storied life so yeah. far, right? Or yeah. the stories you've been saying so far, yeah. the journey you've had. Yeah. And then you've gone, you had a postgraduate degree. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You got what? Paper coming out your wazoo. <laughs> so, so I ne- you know, it was all unplanned. My yeah. mom said, hey, you you know, if your tuition teachers were still 
were were still no. If your tuition teachers were were not alive today, they'll be rolling over in their graves because no one expected you to get a master's degree. You of all people, they thought I was going to be a drug addict, go to jail. Mm. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. most teachers used to think of people like us, you know, yeah. like that way. Yeah. I had the same. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the same boat, lah. So, so you, when you do something like that, people, yeah. are, ah, really, are you? Yeah. You know, yeah. And I, I was so proud of it. I took my. O level, uh, you know, um, report card, yeah. which was half, more than half red, lah, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I took a picture of it with my master's degree cert. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I was stagnant then. Yeah, now yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. now. Before and after. <laughs> so, <laughs> but wait, let me just rewind a little yeah. bit. You, your O level results were that bad. You were from SGI, right? Mm. Okay, okay, <clears throat> I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> after that, <laughs> you where did you go after? I I kind of s- squeezed past the the minimum entry requirements, yeah, and got into a junior college. Oh, uh, you went into a junior yeah, college. So but you went I, to JC. I was so I was so immature uh-huh. that I wasted my time there. Which JC was this? Uh, yeah, well, I tried to get into Catholic Junior College, but they rejected me. CJ uh, rejected you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's damn mm, bad. So, mm, yeah, then mm-hmm. I went to mm. um, St. Andrews. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, in good college, uh, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. culturally, very different from the Catholic I would background. Think so. I yeah, would think you, so. Yeah. You can imagine. Mm. Um, but I, I didn't spend a lot of time there. I, I played truer and then, you know, I wasted my time. It was a girl's man. I didn't even have enough of those. La. I'm very disappointed. La. Anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> it, I just, I don't know what I did with my time there, but... Um, so you had two years, you, you did yeah. do your A's, right? Yeah, but I did so badly that it, I might as well not have done it. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I went into NS, la, like yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And after yeah. NS, my parents put some money together and sent me overseas hoping that I would not become a drug addict <laughs> in North America. La. Yeah. <laughs> I actually asked to go to a place where we had relatives. Right. And they asked me why. I said, so that there's less likely chance that I will take drugs and get into trouble. Really? I actually told my parents that. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't seem to me to be that kind of person, you know. Um, to, go well, so, to go so haywire. I think if I hadn't gone through NS, I might well have. Really? Yeah. So yeah, it was NS a very really different Kenneth way back when. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I would have tried anything and done anything. At Holy that point. shit! Yeah, yeah. Boss. I was bad. Yeah, um, in some ways. <laughs> that is yeah. so. Yeah. But I grew up very quickly. Unexpected, man. Yeah. Okay. So NS yeah. make you grow up. Oh yeah. I yeah. was supposed back then. You know, when we were in national service, mm. man. I mean, those were. I mean, every generation would say they they had a tougher time, now, Yeah. To be fair. Correct. You know, but. but for our time, it was tough. It was tough, man. And it really woke some of us up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It yeah. Did, yeah. So I yeah. became quite aware of the realities of life. Mm. I knew that I had one chance mm. to make good. Mm. Uh, no matter what, just come back to Singapore with a degree. I, I actually told myself, if I cannot get a degree, don't come back already. Too loud, mm. Cannot come back. Mm. So it was a way of telling myself, you better get that degree because you need to go home. Mm. Right? Um, and I did. Right? Like, cruise by with a 2.5 GPA, can already lah. Don't say I don't have. Uh. I have, right? Okay. I didn't bother with the 3 point something, 4 point. Oh, I didn't care. I just wanted a degree. So right? which, which after all, you did get. And I not only did I get it, I learned quite a lot in MassCom. I mm-hmm. actually enjoyed the kind of MassCom they taught there. Mm. Um, and uh, But of course, coming back to the earlier part of my story, I didn't find a job initially when I came back. Yeah, la. sure. But mm-hmm. I, I just want to harp a little mm-hmm. bit on what mm-hmm. you just said. The mass comm, the way they taught it, mm. it, it, it's as if you're telling me that there is some fundamental difference between how it's yes. done in the US or um, Canada. In Canada. Canada, sorry, yeah. and as opposed to how it's done here. Yeah. What's the difference, man? Um, where I went, mass comm was not like this kind of mass comm where there's media production and uh, straight out, you know, I mean, if we're talking about advertising, then yeah. it's like creative yeah. art and all that, right? Right, right. No. There is very political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, I think because in the sixties in in Vancouver, Canada, right, right. The, uh, the hippies were very strong, right, right. in power, and yeah. 
then the hippies grew up and then went into academia, la, I think. So, <laughs> so they're very political. And they're like, you know, uh, human rights, uh, freedom of information So rights. they're very left, actually. Very left. And right. I got influenced by that. Oh my. Yeah. So really? I came back, I saw the advertisement on the newspaper, like, eh, how come there's a woman in underwear on a mattress and they're not saying the underwear? They're actually saying the mattress. <laughs> I'm like, eh, this is bad, this is insulting to women, no. No, la, I wouldn't notice the mattress. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I noticed the mattress. What are you talking so, about, man? Being... I wouldn't notice the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so, Canadian trained mass comm people in that era mm. were very attuned to these things. Right. And I read between the so lines they, in so, the media. So, those are the beginnings of the woke people. Huh? Yes, that was the beginning, yes. And I was acutely aware of the, the nuances mm-hmm. of... Uh, mass media in Singapore, right? Uh, you know what's between the lines, right? And I knew what was being done to influence people in their mm. thinking, and then I became more and more. Actually, I'm very leftist in that sense. Even till today, I, I support the underdog. Mm-hmm. I am a champion for the poor, mm. right? I I I detest elitism now, mm. right? I think that goes. To, I, I think that goes with quite a number of us. We are from the same generation. Yeah. I think I'm. An, I I feel the same. Yeah. I detest elitism too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But naturally, when, when I, can I? I don't know if I can speak for you mm-hmm. and and many of us. I'm generalizing it. But when we were in our twenties, mm. uh, we were dying to go out there and achieve. We were yeah, dying yeah. to go out yep. there to achieve. Maybe the five C's back then. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, car, credit card, you know, condo. Cash. We thought there was everything that was very yeah. Important. We really mm. thought yeah. Mm. But as and but then I rec- I recognize that people of our generation, mm. as we age, as we get older, like right, like right now, mm. right? Um, we look at things differently now. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. a whole new epiphany. Yeah, yeah. And and I rec- and I realize that a lot of a lot of people I know from our generation mm. are like that today. Yeah, I wouldn't call it left. I just call it realization. <laughs> well, yes, but there's certain left leaning kind of thinking mm-hmm. uh, that I noticed among some people, mm-hmm. I think I'm included, which is uh, um, there are some, uh, you know, some of it can be found in, in the Catholic faith where, yeah. you know, you help the poor, the yeah. last loss and least. Yeah, yeah. So I think part of it came from my Catholic school education, yeah. part Look. of it from Canada. Oh, that's not left, there. that's called values. <laughs> Let's not politicize that. Okay, I mean, this is this is this is just about values, man. Yeah, That's just about yeah, the size true. of it. You know? You're right, lah. That's yeah. another way of looking. I at don't. It. I wouldn't think that we are called woke for 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 effect. No, no, not woke. No, we're definitely no. not woke. No. Yeah. No. Okay, let's go. Let's yeah, let yeah, me, come back to the story. Let me fast forward yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I fast forward you back. You went into. Uh, you went back. In you wanted to go back to teaching again. Yep. You spent fifteen yep, years yep. there. Yep. Right. Uh, and then what happened? Um, and then uh, over the years, it got more and more political, or the politics got more pervasive. But you still like 40, 40 days plus. 40 no, no, plus they, cut that, they <laughs> cut that down, man. It's like, I think it ended up with 28 already. But <laughs> it's only very good already. Eh? So we were very upset when they cut it. Because they recognize there's no more slow boat. Yeah, correct. <laughs> they realized after many years that the British all left. <laughs> Maybe one or oh, two left, man, not worth it. Big bets. <laughs> yeah. So um, okay. and and the way it was done was mm-hmm. quite the you know take it or leave it kind of approach lah. Right. 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 And we had no say in it. Never mind that one. That one I can live with it lah. Okay. okay la. Fine lah. Right. Let's leave. Never mind lah. So um, you're saying that this, the the politics, man. Yeah. Can, can let's talk about that because the, one of mm. the reasons why I I, I wanted you here mm. is because I want to have a real brutally yep. frank conversation, yep. which I usually do. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know a lot of people shy away from mm. this. People don't want to talk about it. A mm. lot of people don't want to get it off their chests. Yes. But we do know these things exist. Mm. Uh, practically almost everywhere mm. and has been there for years. And mm. You can't get run away from the fact that when you're working with people, there mm. will be politics. Yep. There is no way there isn't. Mm. But uh, the ones that you've encountered, let's hear your experience. Maybe mm. it's like one or two examples, you know. Um, there, I mean, there's a lot, whole lot written about it. I'll just mention a little bit of it. Uh, there are centers of power held by some people. Mm. Um, and there's cronyism, mm. heaps and heaps of it, mm. right? Um, so they bring in their own cronies and friends, right? Uh, regardless of ability, right? Ability is defined by what the boss says, right? Like if 
I'm the boss and I think Chris Hansen is the great the greatest guy in the office. Mm. I'll just say Chris is good, right? Mm. And everybody will go like, yeah, Chris is good. Everyone has to so, agree. Yeah, even though you may not be as what I describe you to be, mm-hmm. no one's gonna they maybe behind closed doors they'll be like, no lah. What cronyism man, these fuckers yeah. are tyrants. Uh yeah, they are tyrants too. <laughs> but um <laughs> but there's a lot of uh cronyism, yes. So a lot and, of head nodders, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the Emperor's birthday suit is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like an everyday thing. <clears throat> you know, it could be dead wrong, but nobody will admit that it is wrong. Mm-hmm. And Just kissing woe, the ring. Yeah, you know, woe to anyone mm-hmm. who, who calls who, a spade a spade. Right. Right? Right. Um, so, so what happens is uh, a lot of things go wrong, but even when it goes wrong, mm. if they define wrong to be right, then it's right. Mm. You know, it's like uh, so, so before it, event, yeah. uh, nobody shows up. They'll yeah. say like, it wasn't meant to have anyone show up. Yeah, it was you know, successful it was, anyway. Yeah, it was successful because yeah, yeah. Uh, we did it as an exercise and yeah. we're preparing for the next one. Yeah. And then it goes like, yes, we did a great job. Oh right? my ah, It's like that. La. Then if you are the one guy who said, hey, but hang on, earlier you said you want to invite people, right? You die. La. You die. Oh, right? So, so everybody learns to just go along, right? Right. Um, I will not cite specific examples because they are innocent people. But why do, these hurt, people but want, why do these people want to just play along? Fear. Fear of what? Losing fear of repercussions, job. yes. Fear Losing of the being sidelined. Not being, getting the bonuses. Yes, not correct. Getting, not getting the next promotion. Yes. Being screwed, your next correct. ranking exercise. Correct. And then sometimes it gets to... Livelihoods are threatened, simply. They think so. Okay. And I'll go on to that point later. Okay. All right. So they think their livelihoods are threatened. Mm. Sometimes even their safety. Mm. Right. Um, and then there are instances, incidences safety? where... Safety? Yeah. I'll tell you why. There are incidences where people are called into a meeting room, Uh accused of stuff by a tribunal, a panel of two or three. Oh boy. um, Cornered. That's abuse, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Insulted. Mm -hmm. And this all under the guise of, we just want you to improve. Right, so Chris, you know, you did all these things wrong, and uh, you are quite useless. You need to learn to be better. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we give if you continue like that, we're gonna put you on uh, this uh, program where after six months, if you don't improve, we'll fire you, even though you're in tenure. Ah, this kind of thing lah. This, so, is, in, this is an inqu- inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. only thing missing is the Spanish lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no habla. Yeah. No comprende. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Um, there are incidences of mm-hmm. these things that happen, you know. Well, um, remarkable, will, man. Yeah, I will not mention who or when or what. So this is like, be compliant or else. Yeah, I I heard like, I heard this type of thing happen. Like. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Of course, naturally, if anyone who knew you or knows you yeah. back then and, yeah. you, and they watch this show and they hear you say all this, they will probably say, you know, yeah, it's all hearsay, man. Yeah, it's all hearsay. Oh, it's all hearsay, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. 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 I just want to do this. I'm just going to do this favor, yeah? Assholes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I think um, the word forgiveness mm-hmm. comes to mind when I talk about this. And when you invited me to the show, I you know I was quite hesitant to I talk know. about these things. I know. Uh, because I don't want to dig up the past. Yep. I don't want to hurt anybody. Right. Um, and what's done is done. Right. Then we are taught to forgive. Yeah. And I tell myself, you're out of it, forgive. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, but why I share this, mm-hmm. even though you know I, the, some of it, I don't share a lot of it. Right. Is because I think there are people out there who are suffering. Yeah. If they're not suffering what I described earlier, mm. they're suffering their internal fears. Right. What if my boss doesn't like me? What if I lose my job? Mm. What if I don't get a bonus? I can't pay for my kids' tuition. Mm. Right. What if my wife loses her job? Then I'll be the sole breadwinner, and then what if I lose mine? Mm. And then what if one of us commits suicide? Because yeah. we are so afraid that we give up, right, on our careers or, or, or whatever. Yeah. So many different permutations yeah. and scenarios. Mm. And I know these things happen, mm-hmm. right? So what is my message? Why am I here mm. talking to you? Mm. So I thought about it and I was thinking, no, I want to tell people that there is hope and you don't have to fear. Look at me, mm. right? Mm. I broke free, mm. right? How um, hard was it for you to break free, Kenneth? Very hard. Yeah. So what did you um, have to go through? If you want to send a message to the people out there, I'm with mm, you on this, okay? Mm, um, tell them. Tell them how hard it was, but how did you do it? Um, 
a mixture of indignation, mm. uh, uh, a, a determination to prove others wrong, mm-hmm. and love for your loved ones. That concoction, that mixture. Mm. Um, what do I mean? Um, a determination to prove others wrong because people will say, like, ah, you want to be locksmith, but you're academic, what? Mm, exactly, man. Hey, From academia yeah. to locksmithing. Oh. So my supplier like, ah, you're teaching, you're doing What? Which one? Right? It's like, you're you're a lecturer, you're an academic. Yeah, Why yeah. do you want to open locks, yeah, right? It's yeah. such hard work. Yep. Right? Um, and that's just one small example. Mm. My own family, they, they were like, really, yeah. <laughs> They know I'm crazy enough to do that, lah. You know, but <laughs> ah, really. Um, and my friends, you know, you get mixed reactions. It's like telling someone your your kid went to ITE. You know, yeah. They're like, oh, very good. <laughs> you know, oh, now skills are needed, ah. Uh-huh. But the face tells you like, yeah. Wow, jala, no, your kid cannot study. I cannot yeah, go yeah. JC. Ah. After they wow. leave the house, they go into the cars. They start <laughs> bitching about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's the same kind of look. It's like. Huh? You're going to go into the trades, mm. right? So if it would have been the same if I said I'm going to be a carpenter, right? Right? Or I took a tutelage under a, a, a plumber and I'm going to, you know, clear yeah. your sewage pipes, right? Right. They'd be like, whoa, what's wrong with you, man? Mm. Right? And there are some people who, very few, but there are some who somehow I get a sense that they, they're not exactly very keen to hang out with me anymore because, you know. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're really, they're all sorts of people, Chris. I'm oh not Oh gosh, plastic, man. Yeah, they're plastic. some very plastic. But it's okay, no loss, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my real friends, they don't care if you I'm You should tell them, hey, look, I know, you, maybe maybe they watched a recent Barbie movie and they saw a Ken doll, but this is definitely not a Ken doll. Tell them, <laughs> let them know, man, I'm not plastic, man. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, but it's okay. You know what? Um, remember I talked about uh, a desire to prove people wrong? Mm. The more someone says to a woman, for instance, "Huh, you work in a bank, you want to be a seamstress, you should die. Well, how are you going to alter enough dresses to make a living? Mm. She should say, every woman has a dress, every woman has a different shape and size, mm-hmm. every dress is different, mm-hmm. someone's going to do the alteration, I'm going to be the best. Otherwise, they'll be naked on the streets. No, they'll be in, in <laughs> ill-fitting dresses. It's even worse than being naked. <laughs> <laughs> if I were her, I know what yeah, my yeah. reply would be. I say, if you want to stop me from doing this, yeah. it's because you want to see more naked women on the streets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you Actually, think some, some, some feminist group would come after me for this? Yeah, that's thing? why I'm not continuing <laughs> on that line. <laughs> they can come after you, not me. <laughs> my goodness. So, no, no. Seriously, I would tell any woman or man, right, um, in their mid-career, look, mm-hmm. don't be afraid. Your boss bullies you. Mm-hmm. Write that resignation note before you do that, plan. Mm-hmm. Think carefully. Mm. Pick out your courage. Right? Just do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Put in the letter and come hell high water. Mm-hmm. You must make it. Okay? You must prove failure is not an option. Is, no. Even if it's a failure. It's a setback. It's not a failure. Yeah. It's a setback. You just start again. You do something else. Mm. But, you know, the world and God will not let you down mm. if you try your best mm. right mm. there's always a way out of any problem mm. right or mm. around it if there is no way around it and mm. no way to solve it mm-hmm. it's not a problem it's a fact of life like death and taxes okay okay mm. so that's my message to everybody there are too many people i meet out there who are suffering yeah right they're so worried they lose their jobs i'm 45 i'm 50 how yeah right yeah then i don't be i don't want to be a, a cab driver i want to be uh, a gm i want to be this you know i can't lose face bro nobody looks down on you and if for for doing the trades or doing driving or what it's an honest living yeah right and yeah. if they do they're not worth your time anyway yeah and if people want to look down on you even if you're the general manager of a bank branch they will just say what? Yeah, yeah. but you're not a, a doctor like me, right? Yeah. Ah, they still want to look down. You look down, sure, they'll find a way to look down on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bother, yeah. right? Just do what you feel has potential. Pick out your courage and do it. Don't let anyone step on you. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's the thing. I, I, I can't stand it when I see people who are holding high-paying professional jobs, mm. <clears throat> looking down and talking down to others yeah. who are not. And I think that's the most disgusting thing, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's disgraceful, <coughs> frankly. It's, it's, it's inhuman. It it's is. inhuman to, it is. to treat it's someone like that. It's a master and servant concept, yeah. which Correct. I never appreciated. Yeah. Tell me, why 
locksmithing? No, a few reasons. Mm. One, um, it's a necessity. <coughs> okay. I we mean, all need I, locks. <laughs> there are locks everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Give me a pair of handcuffs. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Um, <clears throat> because they are everywhere mm-hmm. and because very few people understand how they work, mm-hmm. it's not worth their time because most times the locks don't fail on you. Yeah, yeah. Right? But if you don't know how it works and you really need to work again after it's broken down or mm-hmm. lost the key, mm. you don't ask questions when you ask for help. Mm-hmm. Right? You're mm-hmm. just like, can you come? Right? When? How much? That's it. You don't ask like, tell me why is it good for me to get a locksmith to open my door? Mm-hmm. Right? when you're stuck in your bathroom and you can't get out. <laughs> you don't ask why. Yes, please come to long, hurry up, right? Yeah. You may not even ask how much no, if, I, if you're I, desperate. I funny you use that example because I had a friend yeah. whose wife caught me laughing her head off because she wasn't home. Right. And he called her. Thankfully, he's got a... Uh, he, but he didn't have his phone in the right. toilet. He was stuck right. in the toilet. He right. couldn't unlock the door. Uh. So there was a little, small, little ventilation window. He climbed up that window. And then he saw two guys, two teens uh, downstairs. Uh, and he shot. went, he, he, psst, psst, help, 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 help. <laughs> and, then, and then they look, well, what, what, what? And they saw this head at the small toilet window. I said, I'm stuck in the toilet. Can you call my wife? And then he gave her, gave them her number. And this kid called the wife. I think your husband is stuck in the toilet. <laughs> she called me up because yeah. yeah. I he called me up and said, <laughs> "Yeah, she was laughing, laughing. She couldn't, she couldn't stop. She couldn't hold back. See, hey, guess what? He's stuck in the toilet. Could you do me a yeah. favor? Can, Can you? you help me out?" I said, "Okay." Yeah. So I went to the house. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and uh, fortunately, the the she was there to op- un- open the door. So. <laughs> He was. Yeah. But I don't know. I, you're yeah. the locksmith. Yeah. He couldn't open it from the inside, right. but I could open it from the outside. Oh, okay. you know. <laughs> I think the handle may have become. And we loose spent half an hour yeah. laughing, and we spent a few he's, years never making him forget this. <laughs> you know, he's lucky that you could open it from the outside. He's lucky that he didn't lose consciousness and yes, slip yeah. and fall. Yeah. He's lucky that there were two boys downstairs. Right. Right. He's lucky in, on so many counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every almost every day I tell people. Yeah. Uh, your toilet lock, you better check. Right. right. Because uh, you don't know when somebody might slip and fall, uh-huh. get a heart attack, uh-huh. happen the door lock and or it's faulty. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then you even if they call for help, yeah. you can't open the door, uh-huh. right? Or you lost the key, mm-hmm. right? Then mm-hmm. how? Right. See, that's why my my master bedroom yeah. toilet. Yeah. I don't have any locks, man. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinky. Safety. <laughs> Safety. Never mind the kinky. Safety more important. Okay, yeah. but it's amazing. From academia to locksmithing. Mm. And you're saying that you got you went into this business mm. on the premise that um there is a market for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Uh and, and how did you get into it? How do you even you know So I, I uh, went under the tutelage of a experienced locksmith. Okay. And he actually agreed to take you Yeah. Right. My Sifu, if you may call it that. Sure, right? sure. Um, His name happened to be Wong, so <laughs> Master Wong, yeah. Okay, like you, Wong. You know, one day you'll so, be Master Wong too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's a very challenging but uh, enriching learning process. Do you feel fulfilled? Is In it fulfilling? Sense? Has it been fulfilling for you? Do you feel fulfilled? When I help people and mm. I get the good reviews from mm-hmm. them on Google, uh, when they come out of a room that I've uh, released them from. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean there are plenty of those? Yeah, quite a few actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether it's bedroom, washroom, no yeah, shit, flat. Really, uh. I'm not kidding, man. Yeah. How can people get, so many people get stuck? No, because the door faulty lah. You lock the thing, you go to sleep, right? Uh-huh. And next morning, you go, hey, how come can I open ah? Ah. Then how but do you get, even get into the house? If they're stuck in the bedroom and the door is locked on mm-hmm. the outside, how do you even get into the house in the no, first No, no, it was fine before. They, mm-hmm. It's not fine after. You know what I mean? No, yeah. yeah. So you had to get into You the, get in first. It's so fine. have you had Everything an instance, for yeah. example, have you had an instance mm-hmm. where you've had, say, a couple stuck in a bedroom mm-hmm. in the, of their home and their main door is locked, but they couldn't get out of their bedroom? 
So they call. They, they have the oh, handphone. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And how yeah. do you yeah. get into that? So we, we pick the lock of the main door. If, after if, have we, you had after, an encounter like that? Yes. After we establish that the person is really uh, the, know, owner, the owner the or the tenant, right? right? Right. Then we open the main door, go mm-hmm. in through the living room, go to the bedroom door, mm-hmm. open the bedroom door. Lah. So, okay. So you basically can pick locks yes. without breaking the lock. Yeah, that's why people call locksmiths. If not, then you call a handyman or a contractor and they'll break the whole door down. Also right. Can, so locks, uh, uh, locksmiths therefore have to be registered with the cops, right? We are registered entities. Because you can open any damn lock. No, we just register. Yeah. <laughs> because you can open any damn lock. But you know what? So can a contractor. So can a handyman. So can a guy break, with a But they will break it down where you guys sure. would, would... But you know, interestingly, right, mm. um, in my research, a lot of the burglaries around the world, especially mm-hmm. in North America where there are a lot of studies mm-hmm. were done, right, and Europe as well, they don't pick the lock to break in. Mm-hmm. They break the lock. Okay. They pry the window open. Okay. It's faster. Right. And when you pick a lock to open a door or window to burglarize the place, mm-hmm. the police will immediately know you are a lock picker, therefore you are most likely yeah. a locksmith. So the Why idea is, so stupid? is so the idea is if you're a locksmith <laughs> and you want to commit burglary, don't pick the goddamn lock, break, break the damn it. door. <laughs> Whether you're locksmith or not, you could be a dental surgeon if you want to break into somebody's place. The quickest way is to break the thing. Oh man. Right. So that's why there's a there's a fallacy. A lot of people don't understand. That. I have this picture, man, that yeah. I found on your website. Yeah. Can we put it up, please, Kai? The one with the car. There's a big car or van or thing. It's a van. Yeah, that one. Oh. Yeah, you so basically you can do this for cars as well? Uh not all. Not all vehicles. Okay. Yeah. Some uh some don't allow you to do that because they auto lock back. Yeah. Uh, some vehicles. Right, right, right. But uh, for the older vehicles, uh-huh. for some simpler vehicles, for right. commercial vehicles, right. uh, for lorries, yes, we have our ways, methods, we have our tools. Okay. We can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I never thought so, about calling a locksmith where cars are concerned. Well, somehow, like in this case, the young lady locked the van, mm-hmm. um, uh, her, her dad's van, uh, with the key inside. Man, he must have been so pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. The man was really angry. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, she she's a very nice lady. La. So, right. she called me one morning and said, can you kind of help me? So, I went to there and uh, I helped her open it. Uh, along the way, the dad was very upset and I overheard him on the phone. He was talking in Mandarin to someone. And he said, like in Mandarin, uh, "Can you bring one for me?" Right? Um, I my daughter locked my van. I can't get in. So I thought he meant bring one spare key for me, lah. Mm. Maybe, lah. Right? Mm. So I asked him, uh, Mister, you know, in Mandarin, I asked him, "Are you asking someone to bring a spare key?" And then he snapped at me and he said, like, "If I could get a spare key, why the heck would I call you?" Right, mm-hmm. I was a bit taken aback by that comment. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I said, "No, it's okay." You know, so I just continued my work. His daughter was very embarrassed, lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was done, I was very polite to him. I said, "Like, you know, sir, the van is open, right? Mm. Uh, you can test the door, mm. test the van if you like. No need, lah, no need, right?" So the daughter was very, very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in her review, she wrote that uh, you know she was not only appreciated that I was able to open the van mm-hmm. for her, mm-hmm. uh, she was even more appreciative that I was uh, very professional in how I dealt with her very rude father. <laughs> <laughs> she apologized to me profusely after I said, "Don't worry, lah, hey, girl. Don't worry, lah. It's okay, lah. You know, I, I, any father will also be frustrated, lah." She said, "I'm not gonna be his favorite daughter anymore. No, lah. You will, lah. You just sayang him after the buying some makan, we kill, lah. You'll be all right. Yeah. You know. So, but but the thing is, it gives me a sense of satisfaction. So you ask me, do you feel fulfilled? Yeah. Yes, because I'm helping these people, even mm. though it's my business and my work, mm. right? I make a living out of this. Mm. But in the course of doing my work, I save people from situations. Sure. Uh, you know why I asked that question? Because I remember fondly, I recall fondly, last season I had Dr. Geraldine Tan from the therapy room mm. uh, on the show. Mm. And I asked her what makes someone happy. Mm. because, uh, And she said, I think it's a sense of fulfillment. If you feel fulfilled, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's the most important thing for hum, a human being. Yep. And hence my question, because mm. you made such a big leap, mm. man, from, from, from being a lecturer, mm. an, an academic, you know, for so many years, 15 freaking years, right? And you move into picking locks. And <laughs> it's, I, I, it's, 
picking locks is just a small part of it. Uh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we install. Also install We locks service. Well. Yeah. yeah, we rebuild all that. Uh. But it's another yeah. interesting picture mm. of uh, of this. Uh, Kai, can you put up that one, that, that the safe, please? <laughs> now I have no freaking confidence in safes, dude. <laughs> okay, this was not so easy to open. And yeah. very many safes uh, are very difficult to open. Okay. Well, well, but it should be freaking difficult to open, right? <laughs> What's you the know, story of this one, man? The, you mean he guy, forgot the combination? No, his key broke in it. Oh. He knew the combination. He it's had a backup key. He so uses yeah. the combination and he turns the and key, the key right? turned the key. The guy yeah. broke the key in it. Right. So I was trying to extract the key. Right. Finally, I decided, can't, I can't find the, the broke about the key. I don't know why, right? Um, and eventually I drilled it uh-huh. uh, in the right places. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the drill in the right places. Then the fellow opened. No. Okay. Uh. I shall ignore the connotations. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking about all the all the heist yeah, yeah, movies yeah. I've seen before yeah. when they drill the safe and they know, have to know where to drill you it. you got to know so where. So that is true. It's true. You really need to know where. And you know where to drill. Now I do. <laughs> <laughs> At first, baby, I think here lah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding lah. We we do our research and and um, <laughs> we 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 study it. Right. We make sure that we uh you know uh-huh. have someone to consult if need be, uh-huh. right? And then we get on with the job. Right. Uh, and he was very pleased because it wasn't about money that he wanted to retrieve. He actually had some important documents that he needed quite badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um. Right. And his instruction was just open it. Right, yeah. No what it takes. Yeah, but you're an interesting person, man. Because you know, besides the locksmithing that mm-hmm. you're doing now with your company called Catch, right? Yes. Um, you are also quite the artist. Huh? <laughs> uh, can we put up those those lovely artwork, please, Kai? That's one. What What were you drawing on, man? That doesn't look. That one like a... was uh, our dog Harvey. Um, yeah, I, I drew uh, him the the back. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah, but what is the what's that you're drawing on? Doesn't look like paper. I think it was a discarded piece of cardboard that I stuck a piece of paper on. If I'm not wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I I have. There's this thing about me about trying not to waste things. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So I I use that as the the media. Uh-huh. Um. And I drew on it and just. I there's one more. There's one more. As a is a. It's oh, it's my notebook. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, you yeah. so you know. I mean, I mean, it's so hard to for people who don't know you to reconcile yeah. with this. You know, this guy who's gone out there and and you know worked in all yeah. these jobs and you know taught for years and then yeah. great at art and then now he's a locksmith. You know, the reason why I I I, yeah. I decided to put these pictures up is yeah. to showcase the fact that don't judge a book by what a person does. Yeah. You know, uh, because. And I know, of course I do. I'm your friend. I know you're great at art. Yeah. Thank you. And I also know that you're passionate about for the young. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 I want to read something off a post you put up. Um, uh, uh, I found on Facebook. It's after this article by The Independent about this youth, this young guy mm. who's an NUS business grad who's been job hunting since January yeah. and he's, he said I quote, I just feel worse mm. with each passing day mm. and you wrote this <clears throat> you wrote this young man graduated from the business school of a premier university and despairs that he can't land a job he graduated from NUS business school last May, his credentials are pretty good I was a marketing and ops student and I've done three marketing internships. I have leadership experience and I've taken various search courses. Then you said, if so, why won't he just start something of his own? Hustle. Walk into a shop and take on any lowly job selling things. Offer to do marketing for a company pro bono. Yep. Contribute and learn. No one hiring you? Mm. Hire others. Lah. Mm. Where's his entrepreneurial drive? Has he no pioneering spirit for a business grad? I used to tell my students that a fire in you will see you through any adversity. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a solution to just about any problem. If there isn't one, it's a fact of life. Like as you said, death, death and, and taxes. taxes. Yep. When the chips are down, clench your fists, 
grit your teeth and fight, I'd say. Yep. This young man needs to fight. If our young won't fight, we are done for. Yep. You want to elaborate a little bit on this? Sure. Mm. Um, first of all, if you sign up to go, go, go and study business in a business school, mm. obviously interested in business lah. <laughs> right. I don't know. You, no, you want to be a dentist, <laughs> then you go business school for what? Well, you want to be an artist, go business school maybe, for what? Maybe because, maybe he couldn't get into some other course. I don't know. Oh, then, then he must say lah. <laughs> I didn't want to go to business school. Now I cannot find work. Right? I should have just gone ahead and studied, I don't know, you know, geomancy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a ghostbuster. I don't know, right? But you, you, you agreed to go into business. Nobody forced you, right? So if I go into architectural school, yeah, right, yeah. Obviously, I want. I've interest in being an architect, right? Okay. So you go to business school. You business in business lah. <laughs> so you cannot find your open business lah. It's so simple. What, 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 what's so difficult? Really? Right? Is it that simple? No, that concept that if you sign up yeah. to join a business yeah. school, yeah. You cannot find work, right. start business lah. Right. You Any, said, wait, 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 yeah. wait, Jabrick, you uh-huh. said, simple one. Yeah. A lot of people, what do you think a lot of people who watch the show, watch what you, uh, hear, heard what you've just said, would be thinking, hey, hello, not so easy lah. Wouldn't they be thinking that? No, no. The, the decision is easy. Yes. The act is very oh, hard. Obviously, yeah. yeah so you, that's what they'd be worried about, don't you think? About becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, it's easier said than it is done. Mm. So therefore, they dare not do it. Let me bring you back to SOC in NS. Okay. Oh, okay? shucks. Yeah. Standard <laughs> obstacle course. Uh, yeah, which was a lot tougher than what it is today. Yes, yeah. not, not the kindergarten, yeah, play t- school kind today of is wimpy shit, stuff man. today. Uh, yeah. The real deal. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the decision mm. to run that thing was made for us. Yes. The fear yeah. that, wow, how to do like that? All this type of funny obstacle, sure, yep. break bone. I'm, I'm so afraid, right? Yeah, yeah. The act, okay, takes a hell of a lot of courage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The difference is this. When you go to the SOC, you got no choice. Yeah. You can't tell the inch. Actually, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea. Nah. I think I'll just stay back. Nah. <laughs> you all carry on. Nah. I go canteen, nah, inch. You, you can't do that, right? Yeah, okay. So it's not an option. Yeah. You just go through it. Yeah. And the only way to go through it, at least for me, I can't speak for, I can't speak for others, I can speak for myself, right. is, Go run, jump, hang on the thing like one monkey. Yeah. And hopefully you get through it. Yeah. Right? I tell myself, if not, then hopefully break bone. Yeah. Right? If bone broken, go hospital. Yeah. Hospital, the bed very nice, got nurse, yeah. got aircon. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, man, you MC for months. Man. MC for months, maybe downgrade better yeah, still, right? Yeah, the man. whole leg pecha better. Yeah, yeah. Right? So go lah. So look at the bright side, lah. Yeah. So <laughs> so break a leg, as the Americans say, right? Oh, yeah. So it's the same with this young man, mm. right? You cannot find a job. Mm. The decision to so start a business saying, is easy, but the act is hard. Yeah. And just go through it. Yeah. How how hard was it for you, man? To? When you transitioned. Actually, at this stage in my life, mm. it wasn't as hard as many people imagine. Really? How's that so? I went through everything from... I don't know. There's so many challenges in life that I faced. Mm-hmm. Um, this program doesn't have enough time for me to tell you all the stories. Sure. Uh, but you know, I've had everything from the low wall at the SOC, mm-hmm. right? And me, ah, low wall, ah, right? It's not that low for a guy like well, me, yeah. ah. Fortunately, you're sitting down right now, so ah. people can't really tell how tall you <laughs> My are. My height is one point six <laughs> meters, ah. That wall is almost two meters, Bloody ah. Hell. They, like twenty five stories. You're ah. willing to reveal your age? You don't want yeah. to. <laughs> I cannot lie, ma. <laughs> so, so the thing is this. There were so many obstacles in life. Uh-huh. I'm not special. Everyone has, right? Right, right. But I've been through quite a few. Mm. So when I raised, faced this one uh-huh. uh, towards the end of my, my education career, right. um, it wasn't all that difficult. It was break a leg law, break before what? Mm. Right? Mm. And you all say I cannot do it. You wait. I show you all. Mm. Right? Okay. All the more I will show everybody. Mm. It's my nature also. I'm a rebel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you see, the difference here is that uh, you, guys like you, guys like me, we're older. We've been through our rites of passage. We've been through, mm. we've, we've ran through fire mm. and we've been, th- we walked on brimstone. These guys, they haven't done it yet. Could it be that there is more prudence, more wisdom 
in the older lot like us to be able to take that plunge into entrepreneurship as opposed to a younger person? Oh, I started my first business at 27. Real, yeah. Uh, the PR um, firm. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, a registered business. Mm. Right. Before that, I dabble in the stuff, but you know, it's not a registered business. First registered business, 27, 28 years old. Mm. Right. Uh, no excuse lah. What, what excuse is that? I know guys who started businesses earlier. People, yeah. Young people, young yeah. women, young men. Yeah. Right. In, in this day and age. Maybe. This day and age. Right. 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 And you know what? The mm-hmm. more desperate you are, the more courage you have. Mm. Hell yeah. Because you got nothing to lose, what? I got mm. no flat, no family, no car, no nothing. I'm starving. It's actually the best time. That's when you become superhuman. Yeah. Because you have to survive. That's also where you... You see, life is unfair this way. You have, When you're young, you have all that opportunity yeah. to strengthen energy mm. and all that. Huh? Mm. Just, but just that, when, you, when we were younger, we were all stupid. But when we get older... And we still have the drive and everything. Yeah. We're wiser, but the energy levels and is a different story altogether. Ah, okay. Then you you you're right. Uh, I am no longer uh, you know in my spring 20s. chicken. Man. Yeah, spring yeah. chicken. Mm. Uh, but um, you got to be clever about it, lah. You find ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Things that you cannot do, don't do, mm. right? Things mm. that you can do, be good at it. Mm. Yeah. What's next in your journey? Any goals? Any objectives? Any projects you're excited about, whether they're related to locksmithing, to your business in locksmithing, or you know, broader advocacy for resilience and decency for the youth out there? I don't know. Any plans? Remember, just now we talked about helping the underdog. Yeah. Um, locksmithing, my business, are things that, for the reasons I mentioned earlier, mm. are very good and very important to me. Right. Right. Um, but they are they are just part of a bigger ambition mm-hmm. to help the underdog. Um, whether that be a 45-year-old uh, who's afraid of being bullied in the office, needs a new job but so afraid, right? Got kids, whatever. Or 18-year-old who says, can you guide me? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm lost. Um, better still if that person is... Uh, disadvantage like my parents died uh, my, my dad's out of a job we got no money right right. right. I, I can't go overseas to study right. I got two good hands and I really want to learn right right. and uh, then this kind of people I really want to help so you're saying that uh, maybe have them in as apprentices uh, me, or teach them a craft teach them or your just craft. guide them as a mentor right right. or mm. come on to a show like this and mm. have somebody maybe uh, some of your listeners might go like Hey, actually, some of what this guy says makes sense. No? Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be afraid. Maybe I should do something about it. Take the it. plunge. Take the plunge, right? Um, and and yeah, it can take any form, lah. But that's really my best answer I can give you to that question. I'm going to do this for you, man. Right now, mm. uh, uh, we've been talking for about an hour now. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to put up catch locksmith. You can please call catch, basically Kenneth. At double eight one eight three one nine three. This is not a sponsored paid episode by Catch. Let me be clear. I've invited this gentleman here into my show to send a few messages out, which he has. Okay, so this is definitely not a paid episode. I'm not advertising for a fee. I'm doing this because I think this guy definitely deserves the advertising. Thank you. Since you wanted to be in advertising, I advertise for you. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I ended up in it. Eh? <laughs> and you know something? Here, talk about adver- talking about mm. advertising and sponsorships. Uh, mm. Can you imagine uh, for the second time, I haven't done this at the beginning, so I've got to do it now. Thank you, Gordon Svades. <laughs> Before I get scolding again. <laughs> Thank you, Gordon Svades. Thank you, Vijay. As usual, we've got probably the crispiest, fluffiest prawn vades in the land. The number is there. You can order online at gordonvade.com or WhatsApp 87700969. Vijay will be very happy to serve you. Really, these munchkins, they are delightful. Thanks again, Gordon's Vades. 
always feeding me and feeding my guests. This is Chris Hansen, uh, and I hope you've enjoyed the, uh, this series of uh, I Love My Job on the Chris Hansen Conversation and with Kenneth Wong today. Thank you so much, Kenneth. I wish you all Thank the you. very best, man. I hope catch really goes somewhere catchy. Hmm. <laughs> Somehow that didn't make sense. Fine. But this guy can pick your locks, and you'll gladly love to have him do it. I'll see you guys again next time. Remember one thing you have to do when you go into the bathroom. Uh, check your locks first. Bye-bye. Mm.